Welcome to Tomorrow. I'm your host, Joshua Topolsky. Today on the podcast, we discuss Gillibrand, Big Brother, and the id crowd. I don't want to waste one minute. Let's get right into it. All right, Ryan, we made it. Another week. Another beautiful week. Perfect week. Nothing happened. It was very calm. America's... What a year this week has America's been. in good hands. The media is fine. Uh... You know, there's no, I haven't gotten any death threats. Actually, uh, I haven't gotten any death threats this week, so that's pretty good stuff. Yet, uh, don't jinx it. Yet, right. It's, it's only Thursday. Um, There's just a lot to talk about. Actually, there's nothing much to talk about, but but there's a lot to talk about. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we should get. We have no government. We'll get into it. Let's get into it. What's going on? Tell me what you think the news of the moment is. We have no government. <laughs> there was two plans to give us a government again, and they were like, "Nah, we're good without one." And and that's where we're here's, here's at. Here's where I'm like, uh, the government shutdown is. On the one hand, it's theater, but it's not theater to the eight hundred thousand plus people who are not getting a paycheck right now. But it's theater to Ted Cruz. More, it's not theater to like anyone. But else. more importantly, I mean, it's obvious that the politicians are like creating some kind of political theater. But there are human lives at stake. But like I read this thing, the um, the union of like uh, uh, air traffic controllers or whatever that I don't know what they're called. They're like this is an unprecedented terror that we don't know what's going to happen. They're like the people who control the planes are like we don't know how bad it could be and get given what's going on. I saw an expert was asked, like, someone was like, you know, as a journalist, I fly quite a bit. Should I be scared? Like, in a laughing voice to an air traffic control person. I wish I could remember where I saw this. And the air traffic control person was like, yes. And I was like, holy shit. Yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> this is like, there are real, like, downstream repercussions to this shutdown. And they're like, oh, the IRS may not process refunds. Like, people, like, need those refunds. I need them. Okay. I write, I'm writing off a lot of stuff. I'm actually thrilled about this. I, I, you know, I've got some dealings with the IRS that we're not going to get into. Oh, boy. I'm actually thrilled about this. Ryan, what is going on? Are you okay? Is everything okay over there? Uh, yeah, just don't say my name uh, on any. Don't say the full, your online. full name. <laughs> yeah. No, but like the shutdown is insane. It's the longest one in history. And you know, by the way, every time I, I see it written, I'm like, Oh, like you know, Trump loves it. You know, Trump kind of loves that they're like, oh, this know, is a, he's yeah. a stunt queen. No, 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 this no, is no, no. His, like but, death. But not even just the whole, <laughs> not even just the whole thing. But like just the fact they're like the longest shutdown in U.S. history. He's like, yeah, I did that. I did it. I made it the. Lo- I did it the longest uh, shutdown. <laughs> That's me. I am now in the Guinness Book of yeah, World yeah, yeah, Records. yeah. Did, <laughs> by the way, I'll kind of topic on topic, but off topic. Did you see the Gizmodo story where they're like, oh, he's lengthening his fingers and in, in uh, White House, like. Uh, oh, Photoshop yeah. official photos. Like it's getting like, thinner, like, and I'm his sorry. Are getting longer. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like the thinner thing, I understand. Like I get it. You know, you, everybody wants to be a, He's lengthening his fingers. I think everybody, He's like slender man. I think everybody would like to be a little bit skinnier, except people who are battling except anorexia. For Joey Lawrence, except for no, been watching. Except for, except for Penn Badgley. Yeah. Yeah, he definitely, he <laughs> definitely wants to be. He's actually starring in the remake of uh, Stephen King's Thinner. 
Uh, it's just him. <laughs> it's just a documentary about him at home. Uh, sorry, Penn Badgley, you're a great guy, but please eat. Um, you're still very attractive, but you need you to. You got to get a burger. Go to Five Guys. Him and now <laughs> Joey Lawrence on, on Big Brother Celebrity Edition are competing for most unsettlingly like low body fat. I don't know what's I've, going on anyway, with Joey Lawrence. Anyway, I haven't heard that anyway. name in years. I can tell you that. And uh, Oh, I'm, we're going to get to nice things. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Is it is your nice thing Joey Lawrence on Big Brother? <laughs> yep. We'll get, see when we get there. Fucking, That's a little taste fucking, for the Fucking spoiler alert, my dude. Um, okay. Anyhow, anyway. Anyhow, wow. This is it. This one's already off the rails. Um, if people – listener knew the kind of week that we have had in our office <laughs> no it's just been a crazy time okay anyhow so the thing about the shutdown is i mean what what now like the latest thing is that cnn has a story that trump is going to um call for an emergency i want to what is the exact phrasing uh national yeah, emergency. emergency national emergency just so we we're clear it's for and he's gonna ask for seven billion dollars from the from the American taxpayer to pay for the theater wall that will do nothing. That is like literally the dumb person's solution to immigration. It's like, Oh, they're getting in. Why not? I mean, not even his, a majority of his voters are in support of all no, of this. He's like the shutting down the government I mean, dude, for the wall. The guy's tr- approval rating is like 35%. Okay. <laughs> that was his approval rating when the access Hollywood tape came out. Um, like the Unabomber's of approval rating is yeah, higher. No, Ted, they're like Ted Kaczynski would make a good president. Actually, <laughs> his ideas are explosive. Anyhow, okay, hold on. <laughs> but sorry, not funny. Okay, Ted Kaczynski, even though he had some good ideas, it's <laughs> not a good person. Um, come on. Come on. <laughs> no, look, you look. You read the article. There's a lot of people who are like, actually, Ted Kaczynski made a good point. Yeah. They're like, anyhow, whatever. There's a lot of people who think that about Hitler. You know what? Hitler was a brilliant military strategist. I think we all know that, Ryan. Um, No. But 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 so now he's going to declare him a national emergency, which is bullshit and is going to be fought in the courts. And and like what I'm saying is, uh, I mean, we're living – I mean, we're basically – it's basically Venezuela here, okay? That's what's happening. He's just like, I just love that you could just decide that something is an emergency. No, that's what – this is my point. How long has this – like – no, there is no emergency. There is no threat. The threat is Trump letting this shutdown, allowing this shutdown to go on and on and on. And somebody, a fucking plane crashes because literally, because there were like people weren't in the building to like get help it land or what. I don't know what goes on in the air traffic control tower, but I assume it's very important. And they seem to say that it's very important. And uh, why would I debate? I don't them? understand. I just don't understand how like wildfires, like, complete collapse of the government um you have this week just this week the new york city broke the record for the highest amount of money paid for a single home with an apartment that was purchased Mm -hmm. and new york city homelessness is at an all-time high in the same week um for children um we have the most homeless children ever um and this isn't a state of emergency but our low, low, low illegal immigration numbers, record lows, are a state of emergency. Like, yeah, we're I mean, in, I, I, we're in such like a post sense facts logic. Like, I know we've been saying this for years, but it, we're truly like. Let me point you to a book. It's called Al Gore's The Death of Reason, The End <laughs> of Reason. It's actually The End of Reason, I believe. 
Anyhow, whatever. No, everybody's a fucking idiot. Have you seen Idiocracy? No, no, no. no but the, I, I've seen it. I'm inside of it. I'm living it. I am. I am <laughs> I pull a, on my collar. I'm a part. I'm a, like a, a like a a, a bit. I have a bit part in Idiocracy. Okay. Um. No, I mean we're. It's like. Look, I can't help but point to the internet. Okay. I love Florida Secretary of State was fired for doing blackface making fun of Katrina victims. Hey, we've all been there. We've all been and there. And people are like, are those MAGA teens part of a racist coalition? Like, no, I can't I, no, no, no. take it anymore. No, I mean, I mean, Florida man, first off. This is the, a very <laughs> Florida man situation. I like that you're, we're going to just, we're pivoting now, but in ex, this is an extreme Florida man situation. Um, yeah, this... Uh, this uh, Florida was Secretary of State. Yeah, did blackface. I think on more than one occasion. Is that what yeah, I'm hearing? Sorry, yeah. this, is, this is obviously a politically charged. Don't worry, we're going to talk about Resident Evil Two in a second. Okay, so just <laughs> listen. If you're guys, if we you're are getting to the switch sales numbers, uh, if you're if yeah. you're a hardcore, oh yeah, that fucking Smash Brothers shit is out of control. If you're <laughs> a hardcore Tomorrow fan, you're waiting for the tech conversation. It's going to happen. But we, I got to talk about but this. But I can't have a Florida Secretary of State putting on fake breasts and wig and covering himself in blackface and wait, just wait, let it wait, go wait, uncommented. Wait, wait, wait. I, only, I only heard the blackface part. You're saying he was also in drag? Oh, he was also in drag. Oh, I love uh, it. He was I'm dressing not... essentially as like a stereotypical uh, black woman uh, who I guess was dying because of a hurricane. And that oh, was his fun. like funny that's... joke. That's hilarious. Definitely like, put that guy in a, a position of extreme power in Florida. What is going on in Florida? By the way, I was in Florida not that long ago. And I got to say, what is going on in Florida? It's very bad. I talked to the only two members of my family who are who voted for Trump. Um, one of them is 90. The other one is his wife. <laughs> and uh, And I was like, I can't. I don't even know what to do. You're so yeah, you're too old for me to argue with. It's like it's like you know what I mean? Like I was like I could argue with you and I did a little bit because you know, I'm me. But it's like what, what can I say to you? You're you're literally a fossil. You're a fossilized person. So, I'm not going to change your mind probably. No. Listen, but they're I'm but going to for- These are people whose fucking parents and aunts and uncles were like socialist party members. Literally, my uh, this guy's aunt, his aunt, aunt, depending on who you talk to, had lunch with Trotsky. Okay, literally, not figuratively. My aunt Bess had lunch. My great aunt Bess had lunch with Trotsky, and now he's like voting for Trump. It's like, dude, you are the fucking worst (laughs) turncoat of all time. But what do you say? Anyhow, Florida's all. But I blame Florida. They moved to Florida. I'm going to Fort Lauderdale in a month, and if any tomorrow listeners would like to buy me a drink, oh, wow. hit me up. I guarantee but, you, there's at least one. By the way, I, I'm, not, I'm I, people who who live in Florida who are reasonable. I, I'm sure you're feeling a lot of heat right now. I feel right your pain. now <laughs> well, in general. <laughs> well, well, it's a, well, you know, it is. It's a heat, and then a little bit of rain, and then a more heat. But that's what's great about Florida is that it's ever changing. <laughs> Climate. Well, I'm going there, and I told someone who's from Fort Lauderdale, and they were like, I'm from Fort Lauderdale. And I was like, that's amazing. What should I do while I'm there? And she was like, be drunk the whole time, and have you're going to have so much fun. You will be in danger. She's like, get <laughs> out. Like, that's like, like, okay. What should I do while I'm there? She's like, escape. <laughs> Find a, a like a crawl space somewhere you can uh, no, just No, but I'm like, excited. Hide. 
No, it's it's a great. gay party town. I'm going to have a great time. Is it a gay party town? Fort Lauderdale? Oh, hell yeah. Well, listen, everybody knows gay parties are the best parties, so I'm very jealous. Can confirm. Yeah. Can't, well, I, I, other, I, I can also confirm, but uh, in only, other as, news, only as an innocent bystander. In other news, <laughs> yes. as a pivot off of this topic, <laughs> we've got a pivot. In political slash tech news, so oh, we, I can, like this. we can bridge this, this gap. Is, this, is red, this is red meat. Aaron Sorkin told uh, Alexandria Ocasio or Cortez and the other young Democrats that they need to be grown-ups and they need to grow up and they need to stop at being so loud. So in response, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez went on a Twitch stream for charity oh my where God. H H Bomberman uh, from YouTube, who's a left-wing YouTuber that I love, was doing 50 hours completing Donkey Kong 64 to raise money for trans kids. And she did a guest appearance and talked about how much she loves Pokemon Snap and raised $340,000 for trans kids in the UK. Yeah. And it is the best own I have ever. She has and completed who's the guy, that and, side quest. And who's the guy? Perfect. No, seriously. And who's the he guy? Runs. There's like some British uh, actor or like celebrity who's like become very like anti-trans kids like who is it? It's something something related to this. Graham Linehan. Yeah. What is his What is his claim to fame? The, the, he's from the It Crowd and Father Ted. Yeah, the Black It books. Crowd. I mean, he, good shows. He's like, I hate trans people. It's like, well, he was like, you know, who needs to really change the way that they have their conversations? The trans community. It's Nobody like, else. It's like, listen, by the way, and by the way, I'm not, it's a, it's a listen on my list of people that need to change the way they debate. I think trans people are. No. Way at the bottom of that list. No, but like, but I, you know, I get like, look, the trans kids debate is it's a it's a uh, it's a minefield. There's a lot of different opinions, and some of them are not. Some, I mean, you know, it's a wide ranging set of opinions. I mean, let's and, just listen to psychologists and not Jesse Single. Let's start there. I, I'm just saying, like, like, but this guy, like, your credentials are you're on the it crowd, the IT crowd, I guess. I don't know how you pronounce it in England. I'm just saying, like, you're not credentialed to discuss this so maybe don't you know maybe just like try to keep your job as an actor which is what you do for a living uh, that's it's uh, my opinion you know uh, it'd be yeah. like me commenting on like the depth of field that a director of photography used while filming a movie it's like i have opinions but i don't necessarily like, need to get on my soapbox and- like it's not where i'm going to be most effective yeah and you know not really my my spot not my sweet spot. Like I don't know how you should shoot movies. I think. Well, listen. You know, you know who does? Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Wow, who is crushing left right. and right. Listen, mostly, but mostly uh, left. Let's be honest. Okay. <laughs> no, I mean, listen. I, again, we talked about it last week. There's a lot of fear. Okay, I got a lot the of more fear. Twitch. The more Twitch streams she gets on, the more I'm like, oh God, what are they going to do to her? What are they going to try to pull on her? But it's fine. So far, listen, she's survived listen, the Alan Funky Moore. Kong is trans she, now. And she's survived. <laughs> well, I think, well, I think we've always known that. Um, I, uh, she survived the Alan Moore quote from Watchmen. She mm-hmm. survived the Twitch stream. I, I, she could be the next president. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, know. speaking of next president, oh, we have hello. 2020 candidates <laughs> announcing. Yeah. Pete Buttigieg. Yeah. Who's this guy? I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, this, this is one that just stops you in tracks and makes you go, who? <laughs> he is uh oh I actually love Pete Buttigieg. Um, who is he? Who I mean, is he? I mean so, I know I I heard I read the story. I'm just saying like prior to that story, he's running for president. I'd never heard of him. 
Uh, he has run for other larger national. Uh, has he? Am offices. I ignorant? Am I the ignorant party here? Yes, you are. Uh, he's no. the mayor of South Bend, Indiana, and he's really oh, okay. turned that. Well, he's South turned Bend. the city around, and he's been a really great voice against Mike Pence. Um, okay, well, Mike Indiana. Pence is Mike Pence is a. He's um, gay and he served in the military. And oh, uh, I, Mike Pence? No, no, no. no. <laughs> well, who knows? <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, Mike Pence is not gay, and and all the jokes saying oh, that Mike Pence is gay are so frustrating. Yeah, no, I mean, like, don't blame like, gay people for straight people's homophobia. Like, you take care of your kids. They're like, own this, and it's like, please don't force the gay community to own Mike Pence. Yeah, well, Pete Buttigieg uh, is a veteran of the war in Afghanistan. Uh, he's a Rhodes Scholar, a Harvard okay. graduate. That's a lot he's of the stuff. Mayor of South Bend. I like uh, the he sounds of this. Alongside Christian, Christian Gillibrand, uh, Kamala Harris, uh, and a is handful it Kirsten, of Kirsten Gillibrand? Kirsten, yes. Whatever. Uh, Kamala Harris, who's apparently a cop. Uh, and uh, now everybody's like, I'm sorry. Like, I, I will say this. Like, I'm, I don't care. I'm sorry. Jeb Bush could like be like, I'm running as a Democrat. And I'd be like, great. That sounds good to me. Yeah. Because you know why? You know why? I got my ass handed to me from the right and the left for having literally any opinions in the primary in 2016. I think I'm just going to let this one play out. I'm going to do my listening phase as uh, as politicians (laughs) like to say. I'm just just saying this, okay? Like I get like all – look, I see it. I hear it. I'm aware of it. Everybody's like – all these like hard left people are like, Kamala Harris, you fucking cop. Fuck you to hell. And she's done some fucked up stuff. No, she has done some really dumb shit. But the only question that you have to ask is, who's electable? One, like, who will people vote for? And two, are they better than Donald John Trump? Okay. I don't care <laughs> if, if who people will vote for. Like, to me at this point, well, no, I like, just want to like, know that someone cares and is genuine and authentic and gives a shit. But like an earthworm, if an out. earthworm were running, they're like, all you've ever done is wriggle around in the dirt and regenerate. I'd be like, yeah, but that's more than Donald Trump. <laughs> You know, like, you're like, I you're like no disrespect, will, but this worm has never shut down the American I'm not, government. I'm not for comparing. A I'm not comparing anybody to an earthworm. I'm just saying that if an earthworm were running, and I don't mean earthworm Jim, I mean just a regular fucking earthworm with no <laughs> like, name, no damn earl. <laughs> no, yeah, just like no name earthworm. I'd be like, yes, I will vote for you. You should be president because the alternative <laughs> is Donald Trump. Okay, yeah, I get it. I'm sorry. I, like, I get you. Fucking hate Kamala Harris, and she's a cop. But you know what? Could she beat Donald Trump? Because the alternative is Donald Trump. I mean, yeah, maybe you – no, no, no. I mean, maybe Bernie will win and the the primaries and maybe uh, – I don't know. It's just Bernie, I guess, because they don't really – nobody has anybody else. There is no – there's not a single uh, – maybe uh, AOC. Maybe she could just step it up. No, nah, she's not. There's, I, I, you got to have some – No, no, no. The hard left, the hard left. Yeah. The hard left is like, fuck Beto. Uh, fuck Kamala Harris. Fuck Kirsten Gillibrand. Uh, sir, uh, uh, who else is in the? Oh, who's this guy? Pete. What's his that last name? Pete Buttigieg. Buttigieg. They're probably like, I, oh, he's okay. Is he okay? He rose up in a. What does Chapo think? What does Chapo think about him? Like what? For an example, what? Like like banning gay marriage or what? Yeah, yeah. Pete Buttigieg, the gay uh, veteran, hates. <laughs> he's hates like, gay. yeah. He's like, he get, like, gay. No gay marriage and no trans people in the military. <laughs> that's the, but that's it. Other than that, he's great. Um, I, I actually think he just doesn't have a governing record that is okay. as large. All right, so enough. let's just set it aside. Okay, fine. It's like okay, so you have Bernie is the acceptable guy. Fuck Joe Biden. They hate Joe Biden. Um, fuck Cory Booker. I'm just like it's just like listen, I get it, but have you got anybody besides Bernie? Because you know Bernie, not that popular with a lot of people. Actually, I mean, people really like Stacey Abrams. St- 
I mean, I'm I get it, but like But if Beto's in the running, so Stacey Abrams should be way past him, in my opinion. I the one thing I will say I really like yeah, but, about but, Beto but is that he's get... on a tour of the country as like a listening tour. It, and it's been very different than the way other politicians have done it. A lot of the time politicians just like show up and they're in like they're at like a, a, a local bar and there's a lot of cameras and they're like, I'm loving this local drink. What did you call it? A hops ale? And they like drink it backwards or whatever, and they like eat a slice of pizza upside down and they're like look at me i'm normal and yeah, i actually yeah. really like that Beto has done it. Is, is a is kind of stance of all of all potential presidential nominees. they're like i am standing on road very relatable <laughs> huh yeah they're like they're like have you seen this meme and it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like do you know what that is at you're all? like i love watching television and they hold up a microwave yeah. no, no, everybody's like everybody's like oh i'm i stand the good place it's like shut up shut the fuck up I like <laughs> but okay. i do like that beto has done a tour of of, of the country an actual listening tour and he has not done a ton of press about it and he has not done it in a photogenic or cool way he has authentically actually gone around and 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 tried to decide if he would be right he's been really i think emotionally from what i gather um shaken by how the election in texas went and i think i, I don't know i'm getting a vibe that I really do like that he's doing that, but yeah, I but, also but, but, don't want to make any calls early here. But everybody's I mean? like, but everybody's like, what? But who is he? Where is he? What does he stand for? Like, what? But, okay, but it's fine. Okay, but all I'm saying is this. Okay, like, um, I just feel like, I just feel like we've got a situation where a lot of people are like, you know, what the best movie of all time is, um, and they're like, uh. I'm trying to think of the right film. Citizens Kane. Citizens no, 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 no. Citizens Kane. No, no, no. I am like Yeah, I don't know. That's you. Slow down, okay? No. Um, they're like they're like you know what the best movie of all time is, and they're like it's um Paolo Pasolini's 120 Days interpretation of 120 Days of Sodom, um or whatever weird fucking art film that like 25 people have seen, and everybody else is like we want to see the Avengers. We love the Avengers, and it's like they refuse to believe that other people like the Avengers. It's like people do like the Avengers. They want to vote for the Avengers is what they want to vote for. When they voted for Barack Obama, they were not voting for the obscure, weird thing that only you like. They were voting for the popular, exciting thing that everybody likes. But was and he? I mean, he was a real outsider candidate at the beginning. He was, outs- he was an outsider until people were like, until people saw him and heard him. And then they were like, whoa, this guy's the fucking Avengers. And then he won twice. No, you know what it is? I don't know what we're talking about right now, but it's like, let's look at the Oscars right now, okay? It's like a star is born. Oh, Black Panther's nominated for Best Picture. I don't know. It might win. It's a good movie that everybody likes. Meanwhile, maybe you loved Roma, which is artful and beautiful and special, but like, I don't know. That's a bad comparison. You know what I'm saying? I just I feel guess. like there's a lot of people I, on I the left. Someone- I feel like what did Bernie Sanders is like a weird art house film. Like I, it's it's good. I mean, in a way, yeah. I'm just know. looking for the. We just need a not. We don't need an art house film right now. We need a blockbuster. Think about I the guess. blockbuster. I I'm guess. sorry, I hate to fucking say it, but Donald Trump. Part of his ability to win was because he's like a blockbuster. He's like a shitty ass fucking rock movie that sucks, but the no, rock is, he is charming. Not. He is a Michael Bay movie. Be okay, fine. I don't care. I don't care. He's the he's a yes. He's he's the fucking Transformers that stars Mark Wahlberg. You yeah. know, and Mark Wahlberg blows. But like somehow the tra- that movie was like a billion dollar film. 
because like people just want a fucking thing that feels good and is popular. What I'm saying is this, okay? There are a lot of people, there are people on the left that are like, they want the candidate to be the obscure art film that they love and feel is perfect. First reform, perhaps. I don't know. I haven't seen it, but I know a lot of people really like it. But I think that the electorate needs a kind of Avenger style film, okay? And I would like for the people on the f- a hard left, by the way, I'm like, I will go toe to toe with you on leftiness um, or hard leftiness for that matter. I'm very pro socialism. But like, but you don't feel like there could be someone like AOC who is an art house film that everybody universally ends up loving. Well, I don't know, man. That was Barack Obama. That was Barack Obama in 2008. And by 2012, uh, when did he end? 2016. By 2016, people were like, this guy's a fucking cop. It okay? feels like it was 2012. Um, yeah, I know what you mean. No, I'm just saying, like, Barack Obama was like the shining star that came out of nowhere and was going to save everybody. And by 2016, they were like, you're a fucking cop, Barack. How dare you? Yeah. The people who are standing Bernie think Barack Obama sucks. So I don't know. What, what's the answer here? Like you want somebody to move the entire country of the United States to socialism in a day? It's not going to happen. And what, the what, is, let's what let will the happen is play out how they play out and whatever. Yeah, sure. Let them play out. out we'll let them play out. But, but all the, the Bernie, but the Bernie out. bros are real. The Bernie bros are fucking real. Okay. And they suck. And they will find an uh, they will find the worst of every candidate and use it to tear them down, which will give Trump and everybody else ton, tons of fucking ammunition, and will make the Democrats look clueless and directionless, which they are. To we a, need to cancel to an extent. cancel culture is really what we're saying here. Yes, dunk culture is over. It's canceled. Yeah, no more pieces written about like the worst thing someone ever tweeted. I'm just saying, time. like Kamala Harris. Kamala Harris did some dumb fucking bad shit, and she should have to answer for it. But they will rake her over the coals. A, 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 a black woman in America trying to run for the highest office in the land will be raked over the coals in a way that Donald Trump could never even fucking imagine. And the left, the hard left, will participate in this action out of in, like sheer force of the fucking – the way the universe works. They don't even realize it. They don't even realize how much harder this shit is for someone like that than it is for a Donald Trump or a Bernie Sanders. And I'm not, I'm not saying she's good. I actually find her kind of boring, to be honest. That's, I think, her biggest problem is that she's sort of unexciting in a lot of ways. I mean, her and eating I know, that sandwich in Penn Station was like, she hired the director of communications from Hillary's campaign. And it, yeah, I mean, that's a mistake. But what I'm saying is- It is dark and bad and come on. But what I'm saying is it's like, it's like, it's like the, the hard left, the far left is all too happy to fucking destroy her immediately for some shit she did that was bad and she should answer for. But it is not like the shit that Donald Trump has done in the, his first two years of office, which has been like a- uh, but don't you think now is the time to have that conversation and get it out? Of no, the I don't think. No, I don't think now is the time for the Democrats to be like, we need the perfect candidate. I think the now is the time for the Democrats to be like, we need the electable candidate. I'm sorry, there needs to be a good enough in the vocabulary of the Democrats. Okay, all right. Let's I, I just think. I just think. I'm just saying because like Donald Trump isn't even good enough for Republicans, and he's the president. I know. I hear you completely. But let's move on. Oh my God, I'm so mad right now. Um, Wait, so who do you like? 
I, at the moment, am doing my listening phase. I like everybody besides Tulsi Gabbard. I really yeah, I don't, don't even know. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard, I don't know anything about. I stand it. firmly in the camp you're describing, which is nobody is Donald Trump. Whoever the public decides they're going to throw their weight behind, I will do a fantastic job in comparison to him. And it's not valuable for me to make decisions or calls before we have debates, before everyone's announced their platform. You know, I can't watch a two-second video on YouTube with you walking around your hometown saying we need a fresh start or whatever bullshit. Like we, uh, that's no, just, right. It's, it's not valuable. No, I'm saying like, I, I'm I not really saying like, I liked what I'm not like, Gillibrand had to say in an interview she did with pod save America, because it was way better than her on a talk show. She is so much better in a, in a one-on-one personal conversation and not in front of an audience. I don't know how that works on a presidential tour, but I'm going to see. But, but, like, but, but I, I, and I agree, and I agree with you on that. And by the way, I'm not saying like, oh, Kamala Harris is. I'm saying be the, the candidate. person I think who could win, who could win in the way you're describing, is Beto. But I would like to see him in a debate with Kamala Harris, who's one of the best cross-examining, like b- b- best cross-examiners, best in that setting. The, her in it, like cross-examining a witness is insane to watch and to watch her in a debate might be a deciding factor for me so i can't make i can't i don't want to make a call now the 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 prostitution magical uh uh psychic visions we were all having in 2016 fucking blew up in our faces so i don't know what what i'm saying i'm saying listen i i i'm coming uh, i'm coming to the same conclusion you are from a different direction which is chapo and i and pod save america and cnn nobody should be making a you're canceled call at the moment let's just watch it play out understand that none of these people are trump and make some decisions when all when it's time do you know what yeah, i mean I, I, yes i'm all i'm saying is this it's like the 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 immediate and like extremely intense backlash i mean <laughs> Look, the, like, the candidates have been ruined for a scream. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I mean, and like then for, you look for at literally, Trump who couldn't be ruined despite no matter what he did. Right. It only right. made him so, more likable to that the horrible. So I'm saying, I'm saying, voting record is important, but where they are now is important too, and also where we are now as a country is important. And it's like you got to put it in in fucking perspective. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, I'm like, I'm like, just want people to put shit in perspective, which is like we are living in a kind of nonstop nightmare world because of the president. And we've got to really consider um, not just the best of the pack, but like the most electable of the pack. And those are two, often they are two different things. Because like there are better Republican candidates than Donald Trump in the sense that they are better for America and better for humanity and frankly, better for Democrats too. Those aren't the people who got elected. There is now a discussion about the FCC, uh, House Democrats want to know uh, how the FCC tried to rig a legal battle that was happening over 5G. Uh, the 5G network, which if you, by the way, if you buy a 5G phone before like 2022, you're a cop and a psychopath and you're an idiot. Uh, but uh, if you buy a $1,500 phone for network that needs to be every like, I don't know, 40 feet and it's not going to be rolled out anywhere outside of Seattle. Like you're an idiot. Anyway, uh, I, the 5G thing is like one. Who cares? That's my first thing. Two. I mean, I know people. We need care a new and, internet entirely. I, I, that's where I stand. We need a mesh. I mean, I, and I style. think maybe 
and maybe maybe people are feeling like 5G will provide that, but um uh, Ajit Pai putting his finger on the scale in favor of the carriers in a lawsuit so that they would succeed. And the Democrats are trying to figure out if, in fact, the fix was in from the FCC to find a beneficial court for the networks. Uh, they needed to clear local regulatory barriers in order to, because 5G needs to be implemented every 50 feet. 5G needs to coat this country before we understand what it is, how it works in, in comparison to a regular internet, how it will work without net neutrality, double without net neutrality, um, and how it works it from a public, like, like how does the public pay for this? Are we subsidizing this? How will the, how will all of this work? So in order right. to go to court and discuss this, the FCC put their finger on the scale because Ajit Pai is at the head of it and he is sucking uh, Verizon's dick 24 seven. Wow. He, he okay. You finger, can say that I couldn't, but he, he, uh, he, he put his finger on the scale in between uh, uh, attempts to make Harlem shake videos two years late. And oh God, oh boy. And he, is essentially right now uh, attempting to do uh, work around the legal system to benefit the carriers yet again. And Democrats are finally starting to have these discussions, which are very difficult for our legal process to do because none of them understand how tech works. And to me, uh, I think 5G is a cop. I think the carriers suck. And I anyone who, who buys into this early on without any legal protection, I mean... You get what you you're going to get what you deserve, and and we need. I I really think we need to create a mesh style internet, like um, or like completely like like let's go all darknet and let's all be on it because currently, as the internet stands, it's run by four companies. It's run by five larger tech companies and their ad platforms, and the FCC per someone Verizon purchased this way to control the FCC. We have no net neutrality. Like the internet is becoming a corporate nightmare, and. It's so scary because the internet was like our one big hope. I mean, here's all. Here's what I'm gonna say. Okay. Um, first off, what do you need 5G for? That's my first question. Second, um, if you live in a large city where 5G is going to be deployed, you have Wi-Fi and very good 4G. I just think. I just think. Look, uh, a G I have an unlimited sprint plan, and I have never needed anything else. I mean, a Pi is obviously a very corrupt individual who blows. Um, I will say this. I think that uh, – got beautiful eyelashes. I'll say that. Everybody – I haven't looked, but I will take your word for it. I, I think that every carrier is always looking for – I mean, I, I feel like AT&T did this with 4G. I have a recollection of them attaching the 4G label to HSPA+, Plus, which was definitely not I mean, like – currently uh, AT&T has been running rolling out 5GE, which is 4G slightly faster, and they're pretending it's 5G. So that yeah, I mean, that's classic. That's, that's, dude, that's classic AT&T. It's so disgusting. I mean, that is just classic AT&T. Um, so, you know, you've got to be somewhat smart about it. The other thing is that, um, you know, I, I think we should all be – I mean, your idea of a mesh network to me is antithetical to what I think the future should be for everyone, which is to be less online. I think what we'd all benefit from if we had edge connections, I think we'd all be feeling a lot better right now if we just couldn't load things. And until we have a better- As Chelsea Peretti once said in her five-word speech, the internet must be stopped. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm like the case against the my book, my CEO book of an internet company, Josh Tobolsky. The book I'm working on right now is the case against the internet. Didn't and it's about how we should put the internet in jail forever. Um, no, but I'm saying at this moment in time, I think being a little bit less online is the preferable stance. 
because what is happening online is uh, it's bullshit, quite frankly, and is not a lot of it is not making anybody. Did uh, Paul happier. Miller write this book? <laughs> you may recall Paul Miller left the internet for a year. You know he he was picked the wrong year. Although for him, it's never been a better time than it is right now. He loves everything that's happening. Oh yeah, I know. He's he's he's, he's, a, he's very pro Trump. And anyhow, um, the point is. Anyhow, input uh, I don't know. I don't have. I cannot form a strong opinion about five G at this point. I can say IG Pi is a complete piece of shit who sucks and should be uh, thrown out of the FCC. He's not even a cop. He's like a corrupt cop. He's like a cop oh, on he's an the, HBO no, he's show. He's the king. He's the he's the pol- chief of police. Okay. <laughs> He's the chief of fucking police, and he's he's, he's, he's the be- Joker. If the Joker conned his way into being the chief of police in Gotham, no, because the Joker's like got style. A Jeep pie is like <laughs> literally his fucking pants are one size too big. He's he's his Danny DeVito shoulder, eating shoulder fish pads. Heads. He's Danny yeah, DeVito shoulder pads. Yeah, 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 he's, he's the penguin. The penguin. <laughs> the penguin seems cool by comparison. To be honest with you. <laughs> Anyhow, and so my point is, I don't have a point. I guess about five G, except that five G. I don't care. I know you don't care, but I five G is dead. Five G is over. Um, All right, six G is the next big thing. (laughs) All right, what else is on our list? Uh, Oh, another internet news. Um, Yeah, Mark Zuckerberg killed a goat with a laser sword and fed it to Jack Dorsey cold, and Jack Dorsey said it it wasn't good. Um, And as I tweeted earlier this week, if I had told you this in 1995, you'd be like, that sounds awesome. Two companies that connect everyone in the world and they, they're eating goats with laser swords. Um, that would be incredible. Um, it's, in fact, the least cool thing in the world. <laughs> Jack Jack Dorsey has been on a, some kind of like interview tour. And um, he keeps talking and saying nothing. Yeah, he, he like talked to Ashley Feinberg at Huffington Post and, and, uh, HuffPo, sorry. And um, she's like, if the president made a death threat against somebody, you'd like ban them, right? You'd ban the, you'd, you'd kick them off the platform because that's, you know, asking for violence or saying you're going to do violence against somebody. And he was like, yeah. Well, I mean, no. she literally said to him, do you, you talk to conservatives? Like you, they consult with you a lot. He was like, it's important to listen to different perspectives, even if you don't agree with them. I really think that listening is a value. She said, you spoke to a lot of people who pronounce hate speech, who even people on the right are trying to distance themselves from. You don't think you legitimize them by taking public meetings with them and listening to their thoughts? And he was like, what do you mean by legitimize? It's like, Jack. No, I, it just, it's, it's like, it's like, you can't really be this stupid and be also as successful as you are. But then it's like, I guess you can. Right, absolutely. You can. Only and five people have done my head. Yeah. I mean, oh. <laughs> so it's like, it's like, it's kind of insane though. You know, it's like. It, the Zuck story is really good. I mean, it's a great example, I think. Like, um, it sounds like two of the dumbest people and the worst people ever having dinner. Could you imagine they, how 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 completely charmless and boring that conversation would be and yet so packed with information we need to know? No, I know, of course. I mean, although I'm guessing that they talk about the most boring shit. I mean, I actually think that They're like just none of them talk about how to waste money. I think I'm sorry. I think that that you can attribute much more to sort of like laziness and ignorance, uh, most of what happens at these companies than you can like actual malice. 
Like, I mean, that's maybe the story stupid, of Facebook. Stupidity. The story of Facebook is is break things, like move fast, break things. Yeah. And, and and we see how that works. It's just a complete it's, ignorance, a complete like lack of understanding of your impact in the world. That's so yes, depressing. It's like, it's like stupidity, lazy, laziness, and ignorance contribute more to what the decisions are made by these companies than actual thoughtful decision making. It's never I mean, been oh, sorry, clear and, and, like, and, like, have, and greed. You can have one good idea or – on the flip side, let's be let's say that maybe Jack or or Zuck had one good idea, or being so completely like biased in their favor, so generous to them, you could be wildly intelligent in one way and be a complete fucking moron in a million other ways, and it has yeah. never been clearer than what comes out of Silicon Valley. Yeah, I mean, it's like, and I think that, um, you know, I think that reading and hearing uh, these sort of like more candid interviews with these people, uh, uh, you know, in a way it's, it's good. I think is it human? I mean, I think we, we have this idea that to me, it's like, it, it makes the argument for things like regulation so much clearer because we have the idea that there's like, uh, a maliciousness to it. And I actually think a lot of the stuff is like, they're on autopilot a lot of the time. Like they're incapable of even recognizing the point at which they're making the bad decisions. I, just I also like, think the longer that they're in their positions, the less removed from reality are. It's like celebrities. It is like reality stars. It is like anything else. The longer they are become, they are this weird thing in our culture and our society and industries, the less they understand that they are in a weird position or that they have power. It is very hard to take lots of meetings with conservatives. If you're Jack Dorsey and not start questioning yourself, and when you don't have a grounded base in reality, when you're a normal person, a normal user, you don't know how your decisions affect whatever. If you're a doctor and you're thinking, you know, I'm going to be the best listener. I'm going to be the I'm going to listen to every patient. I'm going to identify with them. I'm going to help them. And then you've got 50 patients in a day. You start to think maybe I'll just, you know, a couple of these people. Well, no, it's easy. Fine. It's easy. It's easy to get lazy. It's easy to and compromise. And that's what I think when you're a billionaire who's in charge of one of the most powerful platforms in the world, if I have just had fleeting thoughts about being intoxicated or 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 uh, uh, by my position or fleeting thoughts about like as a comedian how easy it would be to make lazy jokes how easy it would be to get a laugh at stupid bullshit that's offensive well this is like when i when i used to produce music i used to think like god it's it's it'd be so great to just like do the dumb thing like to do the easy thing to do the melody that was like obvious or to do the um you know to do like the the chord progression that a million other people have used but you know works like uh, it, it is always, I think the default of, of anybody is, is to some extent is like, how do I make this easier for myself? And, um, I mean, j the problem with people like Jack and Mark Zuckerberg is that they are, they are no different than a person who's like, maybe I'll just play the chord progression everybody else plays. Uh, yet they've, they have somehow, uh, and listen, some of it is skill. Some of it is talent, you know, certainly intelligence on at some level, not like, <clears throat> not maybe the intelligence we better. think of. I mean, having the experience to know that the easy way will always bite you in the ass in the end. But, it but it's like, but I think but this is the thing about, but you listen to Jack Dorsey talk, you know, he's like the, the, the Myanmar thing. Uh, is that the conversation of a person who is just like understands the ramifications of what he's saying? Or is it that, is it him talking about meditating the Myanmar? Is it actually the word is it the words of a person who's ignorant of so many things in the world that he doesn't see uh he doesn't see his actions the way we see them 
that he can't, there's no self. I mean, for a guy who fucking meditates, there's no self-reflection and there's no understanding and there's no appreciation. I don't think it's malicious. I, and I'm not letting him off the hook. I think ignorance can be as bad as being malicious, but I'm just saying that um, what I am increasingly sort of like shocked by and increasingly in a, a aware in awareness of is is not the uh, evilness or maliciousness of these people. It's the laziness and the stupidity and the ignorance. I mean, of these we're people. also talking about politics at this point. I mean, it, it no, comes down 100%. to do you want someone who is methodically evil and intelligent or do you want someone that's completely ignorant and how hard is it to find someone who's neat no i mean like trump today there's a there's a video of trump and and they're like what do you how do you you know what you know uh, what's his name wilbur ross made some insane statement and he's like i don't know why these in federal workers are so worried about their one paycheck or whatever or something like that you know something insane like people don't think about paychecks and Trump was like no it's fine it's you know they're the 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 grocery stores they shop at will will you know float them and the banks will their mortgages they'll float their mortgages and they'll be you know just how it's done it's like everybody just kind of helps everybody out and it's like i honestly believe i don't think he's saying it cuz he's evil i think he's saying it cuz he's a fucking idiot and he doesn't know how normal people live and he's ignorant like it's like, have you ever heard Madonna? Like Madonna, well, Madonna like, is, is a perfect example. And I think Madonna, Madonna has the purest intentions in the world. I, I really do think that she tries very hard to be a good person. And she's completely divorced from reality at this point. No, I mean, like there's a, Laura and I have a running joke. There's some song. Um, I can't think of the name of the song right now, but like at the beginning of the song, there's like a spoken word thing. And she's like, forget your bills. And it's like, you know, he's like, you barely can pronounce the word bills correctly. Because like you don't you never know what one. they are, you never paid one. Like, you don't deal 24. with them. Yeah, it's like she's like forget your mortgage, your mortgage. It's like it's like that. You know what I mean? It's like she's like telling people because Madonna's like the queen of um being uh like sh- having realizations about reality and herself. Like all of her but songs, but there's are about also how, like, knowing what something. you don't know, which she doesn't do. I I knew no, of a pop course, star the, the, for a while, but that's ignorance. But I that's knew a very ignorance. famous pop star for a while, wow, and she okay. asked me the difference between a credit card and debit card because she didn't want to embarrass herself. Was and, it? Was it Lady Gaga? No, it was not. It was someone who was famous since they were a child. They asked me the difference between a credit card and a debit card, but she knew enough to know she doesn't know, and that it, it's a real thing, and she doesn't want to put her foot in her mouth, and she doesn't want to be embarrassed, and she knew to know that she's not intelligent in that way. I explained it and she said, oh my God, thank you so much. And please don't tell anyone I ever said this. So I'm not going to say who it was. Wow. But oh my God, this sounds like an amazing docs of- I'm not going to um, do that. But I do think that there is a certain segment of people poppy. who are smart enough to know what they don't know. I would never speak for someone of color or someone who uh, has is battling addiction or someone who's a cancer survivor because I know enough to know that I don't know their fucking perspective. I, I'm just saying, this is what I'm saying, but this is the thing about fucking these, like, like Mark Zuckerberg and Jack Dorsey. I mean, the thing that I hear in Jack Dorsey's conversations with people is it's like, it's like a person who believes they understand like, uh, it's survivorship bias. They, they no, really think like, that because they succeeded, they know what it takes and blah, no, blah, blah. I, but you hear, but you hear people who are like, I, I have a position and understanding about humanity and, 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 and the way people interact and the, uh, you know, how culture works and how society works and how free speech works. And like, they're full of shit. They just don't know. And the, instead of saying, I don't know, and I need help, they're like pushing through, you know? And like Jack Dorsey is, I'm sure, very smart in many ways, 
but he's also very ignorant in many ways. And it's just, I think that we have to, um, this is what, by the way, this is why regulation should exist for a lot of these companies. I mean, this is why tax these people so that they live in a version of the real world. I mean, I, I would also say yes, but also, um, I, I, it's like the regulation right now. I'm like, don't regulate anything actually, because I don't trust the people who are in charge of all of it. You know, like I need a government that functions. It has not functioned in like 33 days. And it is the, 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 the discourse between like Nancy Pelosi and Donald Trump is like grade school shit. I mean, it's used great. It's, it's both very useful that someone's saying something and also completely useless. Yeah. Boy, this is a real downer of a podcast, Ryan. I, I didn't mean for it to be in good news. The no. switch is selling like uh, hotcakes. Oh my God. This is such a extreme pivot. Such an extreme pivot. I mean, our, other, our to... other news stories are kind of downers. One is funny, but 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 for now, I, the switch. I don't know is... what to I don't know what to say to that, except um, that uh, I just read a story that like um, super uh, was a Super Smash Brothers um, was like the best selling game of 2018. Yeah, and it got released in November. Late in, November. In November. Yeah, that's insane. Nintendo uh, that people keep saying the next consoles from Microsoft and Sony how their streaming platforms will compete blah 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 I kind of think everybody's competition right now is the Switch because you can take it wherever you can have the streaming games because all it takes is an app that Nintendo installs not knowing that they would but it, you are now at a point where like it is about access to the platform and being at a low price point if they released a Switch that was $150 it was the size of a PSP it didn't have the detachable Joy-Cons and you could only play it portable just as an entry point for kids and stuff like that the real competition right now is not you know PC a $2,000 PC rig versus the latest xbox one x or whatever like it is currently the switch versus the world and it is crushing yeah i think it's one of those things where it's like you know the the best camera is the one in your pocket or Mm -hmm. whatever i think i think with the switch it's like the 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 best game console is not like necessarily about like it's it's like specs Right. I mean, this it's is about PS2 like, again. This is the PS2 had a DVD player. It was cheap as hell, and it just destroyed everybody else. It just tore through everybody else. They had some great exclusive games that helped get them there, just like Nintendo. But w- at a certain point, you bought one so that you could play DVDs in your house for super yeah. cheap, and but then I also think it it's, crushed. It's also, but I also think there's a universal a universality to the Switch that is interesting. That that like I was in. I mean, a, like I was you could car- buy it for an elderly person. You could buy it for a hardcore gamer. You can buy it for a child. I was in a car the other day and the driver was like talking about, um, I was with somebody from work and we were talking about the switch and he was like, Oh, should I get, he's like, I have two daughters, like one seven, one is 13. Like, should I get that for them? And, uh, I was like, yeah, like I can say emphatically, like, I think they would love it. And there's a ton of games that they can play. And they're like, it's like, if there's a real universe, like you will enjoy them and they will enjoy them as well. And I think that, um, that helps a lot. I also think that it's like, I mean, I was explaining to Laura, which she kind of didn't understand how the switch worked. She's like, she's like, wait, so the, the, like you, the handheld thing is like the same thing as you play on TV. I'm like, yeah, it's like you put it in the dock and then you play it on TV or you pop it out and you put the controllers in and you just take it with you. And she was like, oh, that's really cool. And it's like, yeah, that's a fucking crazy idea. The only thing I think the only miss was that when you dock it, it should have like a graphics upgrade. Like I feel like the dock should but be like you a think graphics they could card, just, basically. I mean, with the current architecture, they could throw an upgraded because they used an old generation CPU to begin with. They throw upgraded CPU, upgraded GPU. They call it Switch Pro, and they call Switch Basic the portable one. 
and you can have Switch in the middle if you bought it originally. Yeah, I just feel like, yes, I just feel like, to me, I'm playing L.A. Noir. I bought L.A. Noir for it because I never finish it for the Xbox. I think I was playing on the 360, and it's a really good game. I played it on the Xbox One, yeah, and it's really good, but I wish I had it on the Switch. It's sluggish, though. It's really sluggish, and the graphics are really, they're okay, but there's definitely like you kind of that's like, an optimization I love, thing. I mean, I would say there are well, games on the I, Switch that look way better than LA Noir and are doing way more, but they didn't have to be ported lazily very quickly. Yeah, but but it's a massive, but it's a massive open world game. Like sure, there but aren't the, very the many of those games on Switch specs than the 360 did. The Switch is a better okay, console. But the 360 was released in like 2000. Sure, but it almost. I mean, if you look at the hard numbers, if you look at the hard numbers of what the Switch can output versus the PS4 or the Xbox One, it doesn't compare to the PS4, the original. I'm talking originals, not pros. Yeah, um, yeah. In 1080 or 720, in 720, it outdoes the Xbox One. So I, yeah. I think that they, that there is there is space for them to scale older games. And- I agree. No, I agree. I just I just think. Uh, look, I'm not complaining. I'm just. I actually. I'm. I, I'm. I'm. I'm on the Switch bandwagon to a degree. I mean, I played La Noir on the train the other day. I spent you know 40 minutes playing. Yeah, like, I, all I mean o- to say is that it's a bad. I don't know that that's the best example. No, no, no. It's not. But I will. But I will say this. Uh, I played a like a massive open world Rockstar game while I was riding the train, and I was totally immersed in it. And it's like. It's pretty crazy that that even is a possibility. If Nintendo did, okay, so we were just talking in the office. I bought this Bluetooth game shell that you can throw an Android phone in or an iPhone if it worked, but it doesn't. You can throw an Android phone in there. Download. I have every emulator for every system that's ever existed. Download any game, emulate it, and play it like a Switch. Uh, it's the iPega. The fan, the listeners will know. I almost said the fans. The listeners will know what it is. Uh, the iPega. Ugh, 9087 it is a cheap $20 you can get it on Amazon $15 on eBay uh bluetooth controller i threw res the original resident evil for the sega saturn on there have been playing it and i thought if nintendo does what they've been rumored that they'll be doing and throw backwards compatibility from gamecube back and you know sega released a, a pack of legacy stuff that was like 40 bucks for every sega uh sega uh not saturn sega um genesis mega drive um if it, if it can play every game sort of like the Wii Virtual Console did, and you can play them anywhere, and you can also throw in a triple A open world Assassin's Creed, like there, how does Microsoft or Sony compete with that? And if you want better graphics, Nintendo releases a streaming app, just like they're going to. And I mean, it, it the 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 universality and the the fact that it's in your pocket, like. It's like you want to play LA Noir on the go. Your only option is this one. Um, all right. Can we do we're gonna do look, we're gonna do nice things. We're do, we're, one nice thing, one nice thing a piece, because I gotta go. I gotta I Laura you is waiting first. for me. I'm gonna go for okay. I played the the uh I played the the one shot Resident Evil 2 demo. Me too, bitch. The 30 minute demo, and it's fucking awesome. It's incredible. It is classic. It is it is classic Resident Evil the way that you remember, but better than you could possibly oh. ever remember. The game comes out at midnight tonight. It is so good. I'm like, I'm so it's competing like, with Kingdom myself. Hearts because I know that Resident Evil 2 is gonna be it wasn't something that I was anticipating loving or or even wanting. Like I'm not that engaged with the Resident Evil brand, but I played the one shot demo and was like, fuck, this is incredible. I have to play uh, this. Uh, but Kingdom yeah. Hearts 3, which I know is gonna be objectively a terrible game, very disappointing. I've been waiting 16 years, so now I got. I'm sure it'll be good. Weekend. I'm sure. I think you'll. I think you'll. If you're a Kingdom Hearts stan, I think you'll enjoy it. But I'll just say this. Uh, that's my guess. I, 
I'm just saying like it brought back feelings and memories from a long time ago. And if you're a Resident Evil fan or even if you're new to the genre and new to the the uh, franchise, I highly recommend – and this is not an endorsement of the game. I'm just – I mean it's not an endorsement. Like I'm not advertising it. I'm just saying it was fucking – the 30 minutes I played was like rad as shit. And it is like I cannot wait to play it. I was only allowed ever to play Resident Evil at my cousin's house because my parents wouldn't let me play it at my house. But they had no control over that. And I played every Resident Evil game in their basement uh, and like fucking absorbed it. And I so my memories of it are super fuzzy, super broken up around random afternoons. And when I put it on, not did the nostalgia hit me in the face. It hit me in the face that this is on its own a good game. And it also hit those notes where you're like, fuck, it is the 90s again. You know yeah yeah or like early 2000s i don't remember when the first one came out maybe it's like 98 maybe or the the second one i don't know at any rate okay that's my nice thing do your nice thing okay so my nice thing uh for the week uh i was gonna do kingdom hearts 3 coming out but you know what fuck that i'm gonna do celebrity big brother and hear me out i have not been able to watch the live joey lawrence involved yes i have not been able to watch the live feeds like i did last year because i have been working very hard on inputmag.com please visit it and sign up with your email however Cato Kalin, Anthony Scaramucci, Jonathan Bennett, who played Aaron Samuels in Mean Girls, Candy Burris, who wrote No Scrubs, uh, 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 Tamar Braxton, Dina Lohan are all in a house, and it is Ryan, uh, uh, Ryan Lochte. It is the most surreal experience. Cato Kalin keeps making murder jokes. He keeps saying, I am America's most famous house guest, or saying, I had the worst head of household, OJ Simpson. <laughs> Over oh boy. and over. Okay, I've never watched a Big Brother, so I don't know anything. Joey about it, Lawrence is in the house, insane. and he has so many injectables in his face, and he weighs two pounds, and it's surreal to watch him next to other human beings. If you have any interest in all in watching America's decline, this is the place to do it. Julie Chen Moonves, wife of rapist, former president and CEO of CBS is the host and she keeps saying Moonves very pointedly to tell us that yeah, she supports yeah. him. It's wild yeah. television. Please tune in. Anyway, that's Wow. Okay. So it's brought to you by CBS, the, uh, <laughs> the smallest the media less... company. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, wow. that's My it. God. Now in you can heaven. get out of here. Our well, listeners listen, I don't want to leave. Don't even I don't want to leave. Them. I do. It's been like, I, we've been talking. I mean, listen, uh, there's so much here that needs to be cut. Okay. First off. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see you next week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Will we? I don't know. Depends on what happens in America. Well, that is our show for this week. We'll be back next week with more tomorrow. And as always, I wish you and your family the very best. Though, I've just looked at Twitter and I've seen that your family announced their run for the presidency in 2020. And apparently your family are all cops. <laughs>